This Week in Hearthstone is a fan-made news podcast created by Ryan Kubo. All articles are publicly available news articles, and all news articles are credited in the podcast audio as well as in the show notes. No profit is made off of this show and was purely created to give personal opinions and insight into the game of Hearthstone. Uh, let's start recording then in three, two, one. What's up, everybody? How's it going? Ryan here. What's up, everybody? How's it going? Ryan here, back with you again after our holiday break of this week and all that good stuff. Uh, my name's Ryan, as always, and I'm here to bring you your weekly news for uh, Hearthstone. Um, just wanted to start off by saying that I uh, just want to thank you guys all for 2018. I know we started the podcast around uh, late 2018 or so, and that was uh, really fun and uh, really cool to do. So I thank every one of you guys listening and who's downloaded, supported the podcast, left a review, um, et cetera, et cetera, about that. So really do appreciate um, that. Uh, before we get into the news, though, which is uh, pretty short, actually, today, um, just want to remind you guys that you can download this podcast on Spotify or iTunes. Those links are down below in the episode description uh, so that you can easily access any episode that has been recorded. You can also go to youtube.com slash TV to access the uh, video formats of uh, every episode <coughs> as well. Uh, lastly, last thing I kind of wanted to mention is unfortunately I am still a little bit sick well i don't know i have a lingering cough i should be fine but if the auto audio does awkwardly pause sometimes in the middle while i'm talking or something it's probably because i'm muting it because of a cough just in case and i have uh everything macroed here really quickly <laughs> so that i will be able to uh you know mute just in case i do need to um but yeah with that being said though let us get started so uh, we have a handful of articles to go uh, about today. Uh, like I said, most of them are going to be short. Uh, we have not really had any news in the last couple of weeks since the nerfs happened, uh, mainly because um, the, you know it's the time of the year, celebration, Christmas, and New Year's, where a lot of Blizzard employees are on vacation. And so they are coming back into the new year, trying to figure out their budgets for 2019 and stuff like that. So the nerfs happened right before Christmas so that players could still stay engaged and uh, you know enjoy Hearthstone and all the changes and stuff. But news has been pretty quiet as of recently, though. Uh, that being said, though, it is a new month, so that does mean a new ranked season is upon us. January 2019, ranked cardback is here called Just Chillin'. It's kind of like an ice cardback. Kind of interesting they didn't put this out for Christmas, but, you know, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, it's called the Chillin' cardback, and remember that this is a cardback that you can get from winning five games in ranked play, either in wild or standard. So don't forget to play your five ranked games and get this card back. Probably something I will remind you guys again at the end of the month, <laughs> just in case any of you guys haven't already. Pretty cool, pretty sweet looking card back. Really looking forward to February's. That's the pizza one that I'm actually really looking forward to. So um, that's probably something that I'm going to want to um, try to get. But I get every card back. Uh, just because I'm playing already, but not necessarily because like I'm really wanting to get a card back, right? But the the February one looks pretty good. Um, the, in the article also, they remind you that if you place in the top 100 for your region's wild ladder during the month of January, you will qualify to participate in the playoffs of the Wild Open. Remember, that was the Wild Open. We talked about that a couple episodes ago, where um, 
and they will be doing an online wild open tournament with a prize pool of $25,000. So if you see a lot of streamers, content creators uh, that normally don't play wild, uh, play wild, this is the reason why, is they're trying to qualify for this tournament. <coughs> for this tournament. So go and check out the new card pack. Get in, get your five wins if you need them. And uh, yeah, have fun with this new card pack. Comes at the end of the season with your season rewards chest. Uh, next up is um, an article just talking about the Hearthstone, Hearthstone All-Star. This was an event that we talked about, once again, a couple of podcasts ago. Uh, this was an event where they invited um, a bunch of players from China and a bunch of players from uh, NA or EU outside of China, basically, to compete in some show matches. I think there was some caster versus caster type of stuff. But, you know, it did, um, you know, they did uh, compete Four hundred thousand dollars, and just an FYI, all the deck lists are available. And uh, breaking it down, seems like we had a lot of paladin, a lot of hunter, and a lot of rogue. Not too surprising. Uh, pulling up the stats though, right now for the twenty eighteen <coughs> tournament. Hopefully, we can find uh, a good thing. Oh, here we go. Uh, a little bit more information. It was a. An offline tournament, it looked like Blood Trail won $20,000. Tom60229, the current world champion, won $14,000. Then we had uh, Tice win third with $10,000 and Surrender win um, fourth. And then it looks like it goes Shazzy, Hoji, Muzzy, and Frozen, and etc., etc., etc. So, uh, yeah, best of one type of rematch. Congrats to all the players uh, who won uh, and stuff like that. Uh, one second. I wanted to look up one more thing. Uh, they did also, I believe we talked about this like uh, a little bit or whatever, um, but it's for some reason not showing up, unfortunately. Um, hmm. I know that they announced at this tournament as well where the world championship would be, but it looks like there is no type of blog post or anything official, which is kind of weird because you would think that they would officially announce through a blog post or at least something. Um, they did Okay, so they did kind of. Uh, sorry for that volume. Uh, they did announce that the Hearthstone World Championship will take place in Taipei April 25th to 28th. Um, so there is no other details about that, um, uh, ticket prices or anything like that. Just dates 25th to 28th, which means that we will not see a rotation until after that, unfortunately. So January, February, March, April, so sometime probably first week of May, we'll probably get some type of rotation or something like that and where the new standard year will begin. So. Um, keep that in mind as well. Hopefully there's some balance changes, nerfs, or whatever to bring in an usher into the new year uh, more quickly uh, this year around. I feel like the Witchwood came out pretty early last year, and for whatever reason, they decided to wait a really long time for this, and I think it was because like they didn't want any downtime with Hearthstone, and they wanted to make it like a year-around thing. No, it came out in April. So it's uh, you know this expansion is going to come out a little bit later or whatever, but it's nothing like that insane or crazy. So, that being said, um, congrats to all the players. All-Star 2018, pretty cool to see uh, also Hearthstone World Championship coming to Taipei, and I hope that the event is awesome. Uh, next up, we have kind of a little uh, retrospective uh, designer thing on the Tavern Brawls. Um, 
a man by the name of Joseph uh, Joe Mag uh, Magdalene Magdalenia. Not really sure how to pronounce your name. I'm sorry, uh, but his Twitter handle is at Joe Mag underscore Games. Um, is uh, on the live content for Hearthstone and is responsible for Tavern Brawls. Apparently, it's only one guy. I'm not sure if that's true or not, or if I've mistaken um, this blog post uh, slash Twitter post. But it seems like he's there's all, he's the only one making Tavern Brawls, which kind of makes sense. And then he makes them in between his free time when he's making other content or whatever. So he kind of uh, went through, I guess, some of the Tavern Brawls uh, that he created this year or whatever. So I thought it would just be kind of cool to kind of go over some of them and see how they did. But uh, he said that, you know, a lot of it was just like taking a lot of time and balancing or whatever. Uh, he said that he liked to create a lot of deck building as well and create uh, a lot of new tavern brawls as well. Um, he did answer some questions, but nothing into really big detail. Um, but I do really hope that one of the things is they did push out a lot of tavern brawls uh, this year. If you remember my year in review, there was about 52, 53 tavern brawls that came out uh, this standard rotation, or in 2018, I should say. And uh, about half of them were brand new. So we only had repeats. Maybe, you know, that's every other weekend there is a repeat. What I'm really hoping is that they just, like, create, like, more content for Tavern Brawls. And I understand that it's, like, one guy. And I think that's the issue with um, Hearthstone is that it was only one dude making all the Tavern Brawls, unfortunately. And so because of that... I really hope that they can make Tavern Brawls more of like a year-round thing. Like I think that would be really, really beneficial for people to experience because it's weird still to have the Tavern Brawl not be a year-round thing. Uh, you know, I like other games that I've been playing where their other modes are rotating out like once every two days even. And I think that... I don't think they could do that necessarily, but I do hope and wish that they would at least come out with and allow the Tavern Brawl to be out for longer than just, what, four or five days. I think that's my issue. Um, <coughs> that being said, though, Tavern Brawl <laughs> is out this week as well. Um, there, It isn't anything new, though, unfortunately. It's more of the same old type of same old. Uh, this is just a hallucination. It is the third time we've seen this Tavern Brawl, which debuted, debuted on June 7th, 2017. It's no deck building. You simply choose a class. And uh, if you guys didn't know, hallucination is a card which costs one mana. It's usually a rogue spell, and it's discover a card from your opponent's class. So you don't want to choose a class that's very, very good. You probably want to choose, as they recommended in this article, Warlock, because a lot of cards damage themselves or destroy mana crystals, etc., etc. You start out with three mana crystals, and uh, yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, this Tavern Brawl also gives out a uh, Rostacon Rumble Pack. So if you're looking to not get a classic pack and get a new uh, pack this time around, I would recommend to do this Tavern Brawl, play against a friend, uh, etc. I actually haven't done it yet, and I'm probably going to need to uh, do it soon. But it is the pack for this week, which is kind of cool. Uh, you know, I already have most if most of the classic cards that I want. The few legendaries I'm missing or the few epics I'm missing aren't really in the meta or never have really been used. Um for a long time at least so once i un uh, once i get those i just disenchant them so it'll be nice to get at least get some cards that possibly will be utilized more in the future uh next up we have the data report or um for 
the Hearthstone meta this week at Vicious Syndicate, report number 116, um, where they apparently had 5,200 uh, contributors and a ton of people playing a ton of games this week. Overall, 65,000 games, 12,000 at Legend, 23,000 at Ranks 1 through 4, 22,000 at 5 through 9, and 10 to 14, they had about 6,000 uh, games. Uh, pretty much from what the meta says, it's something that I'm, you know, this is for the last week, and it's something that I am not really surprised about, but basically Hunter is viable in almost every single um, build, whether it be Death Rattle slash Cube Hunter, as they call it, uh, Secret Hunter is really good as well, Midrange Hunter is tier 2, but still very good as a budget deck for a lot of budget players, then you're seeing because of Midrange Hunter, um, or just hunter decks in general being very powerful. What counters that is really Paladin and sometimes Shaman, but Shaman mostly counters Paladin. So you're seeing a lot of Paladin. So Odd Paladin is still very good. Uh, Exodia Paladin, which is the OTK Paladin, is very good. And Even Paladin is also very good. But Even Paladin is mostly there because it doesn't really do as good against Hunter, but it does good against most, if not all, the classes, while Odd Paladin is doing fairly well, but is mostly there to snipe out other classes. Or mostly, no, mostly to snipe out Hunter. And then you have Even Shaman, which um, I think is actually, I'm surprised it's Tier 2, but uh, is very good against sniping out uh, Paladins. Um, one of the things that the, the report says as well, that we need to keep in mind, is pretty much that... Um, the nerfs didn't affect Paladin as much only because um, Druid was nerfed as well. And with Druid nerfed, you see a lot of big taunts going away as as well as Spreading Plague going away. And so there really is no like super, super hard counter for Odd Paladin unless you're using something like Odd Taunt Warrior and stuff like that. It's a lot slower deck. They tech in Leroy Jenkins now and they tech in um, a couple of other cards but it's still a very powerful deck just because of the hero power. And I can contest to this playing on ladder and playing uh, in a couple of tournaments this week. It's been pretty ridiculous to bring Odd Paladin and it does very well in my opinion. Um, so yeah, it's still a deck that's really good. So I would say you disenchant your level ups but there's um, a couple of cards uh, that you can easily put into your deck to replace it. Um, but uh, I'm going to try to avoid playing Paladin this whole, like, nerf. Uh, I ended up just playing a ton of Odd Paladin and Even Paladin. I might play Even Paladin, but I don't know. I might just avoid Paladin altogether. I played a ton of Paladin um, last expansion because I was like, this deck's going to get nerfed. <laughs> So I try to play it as much as possible to get my 500 wins with Paladin, and now I'm like, I kind of want to play Even Shaman, I kind of want to play Odd Rogue, I kind of want to play this, I kind of want to play that. Um, you're also seeing Odd Rogue being very well uh, as well, just because, once again, no real big taunts or big baddies to destroy it, and with the weapon and the combos and the synergies, is doing very, very well. Um, so... But yeah, check out the meta report. They have all the deck codes and all the deck lists and all that stuff and very good <coughs> uh, summaries of everything that was talked about. Uh, and you can get all of those there at that article. I uh, remember, keep in mind that it is of the past week. So if the longer you wait to update your decks, the more the meta has probably shifted or changed or whatever. They announced that they haven't um, settled into the meta yet, which is something that is interesting to uh, me as well. So I feel like the meta is pretty much settled in my opinion at this point. Uh, it's just kind of hard stuck, unfortunately. Um, it is what it is, but yeah. <laughs> um, lastly, this isn't kind of like any like crazy news about Hearthstone, really. 
But this morning, uh, we got some news about Ben Brode's new company called Second Dinner. If you guys don't know who Ben Brode is, he was the game director for Hearthstone who left earlier this year to start his own company with a bunch of people actually from the Hearthstone team. Yang Wu being one of the lead uh, uh, developers there, some people who work on uh, art also left with Ben Brode and made this company called Second Dinner. And they announced today that they finally uh, secured funding. It's kind of odd because their first title will be partnering with Marvel. Uh, they have confirmed that it will have a mobile game aspect to it, which is kind of weird. Uh, and they haven't, they haven't technically stated <coughs> if it is mobile exclusive. Um, they did say they did confirm though that there will be a mobile portion to the game. So it could be like Hearthstone where you can play it on your desktop. It could be like Fortnite where you can play it on your desktop, but also has a mobile counterpart to it as well. So it'll be kind of interesting to see what they have. The it, the other other interesting part of the story, which is something that I would I would love to bring up on other podcasts and bring some people on, is that the people who funded the game itself is NetEase, who is the Chinese company that also is uh, funded and is developing Diablo Immortal which is the mobile Diablo game. Uh, they're just funding it, but they will want to see a return in investment, though. So I'm not surprised um, about everything. The thing that I find interesting just in the gaming space right now is just how big NetEase and Tencent, which is another Chinese company, are becoming. Uh, if you guys didn't know, Tencent actually owns a pretty large ma majority of Riot Games now. Um, it's it's pretty big. It's pretty substantial. I think they announced that a couple of years ago. And then you're also looking at NetEase owning a... Uh, just pumping money into Blizzard and owning a pretty large portion of Blizzard as well, actually. Uh, it's not solely owned by Activision, which I thought was interesting. Then uh, they gave $30 million to Ben Brode's company to help make this Marvel game. And then also, at the same time, um, last year... They gave uh, NetEase gave a hundred million dollars to Activision to pump out a t entirely new IP for them. So it just seems uh, pretty crazy. Um, my feelings about this type of stuff are mixed for sure. Uh, my issue is that I'm not a big mobile gamer at all. Um, I will most definitely play both Diablo Immortal and whatever Second Dinner comes out with, and try both games. Uh, my issue, though, <coughs> my issue though is that it could be the best mobile game in the world, and it could break all these records and shatter all this stuff. But at the end of the day, I feel that mobile gaming is a little limited in its space. But I also know that because it's a mobile game, it's just going to inherently have um, microtransactions, and I don't know how much I would really want to invest in this. And so I really hope that the game is super, super polished, and that the monetization isn't too harsh. Um, you know. And I really hope that it does and succeeds well, though, at the end of the day. It's just interesting seeing how much mobile gaming has changed and has really um, evolved in the last, like, 10 years. Um, you know, my daughter, for example, uh, she doesn't own an iPad, but she uses my iPad to play games and stuff like that. And she's been playing and using it since she was very young. Um, and, you know, she's more comfortable playing Hearthstone on her tablet, or I should say my tablet because it's technically not hers, but whatever. Uh, on the tablet than on the computer. She's more comfortable with playing various other games on tablet than on the computer. And it's just interesting. And it's definitely a space that you cannot ignore anymore, right? Mobile gaming, tablet gaming is here to stay, whether it be internationally, whether it be in America, whether it be globally, whatever it might be, or whatever your thoughts on it. It's definitely something too big to ignore. And I honestly 
think that it would be very foolish to ignore these aspects. Um, so I don't blame them at all from a business sense. Uh, it's just very, uh, I think the thing that's kind of worrying me a bit more personally is just how much Tencent and NetEase are investing and how much they have their hands on like a lot of things, uh, including gaming, uh, certain media companies, uh, hol- you know, certain things in Hollywood that they're developing and stuff like that. It's just very interesting to me, uh, their globalization takeover. <laughs> but anyway, guys, that is going to be it for this week in Hearthstone. We probably won't cover much more uh, Ben Brode news. Uh, I know he's technically not part of Hearthstone, but he was such a big, core, intricate part of Hearthstone at a time that it is always interesting to see what he is doing and what he is up to. So, anyway, guys, uh, that is it for this week in Hearthstone. Thanks so much for hanging out and watching. I appreciate it. Uh, As always, you can find audio versions of this in the episode description down below. You can also... um, Check me out on uh, Twitter and Instagram, which is Ryan Kubo, R-Y-A-N-K-U-B-O, all one word, all lowercase. You can also check us out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo, same as well, R-Y-A-N-K-U-B-O, all one word, all lowercase. This is where we record and stream live every time the podcast is up. And like I said at the top of the show, you can check out VODs of any episode at youtube.com slash uh, S-H-I-G-E-O-S Twitch TV. Thanks so much, guys, for hanging out, and I will catch you in uh, next week's episode of This Week in Hearthstone. Take care, guys.